0: listening to assurance in action the podcast for your total quality assurance provider intertech i am seth martin wick the americas marketing coordinator for intertech business assurance our episode today was recorded live at the ethical sourcing forum in bentonville arkansas our speaker is rachel barry from sedex global rachel discusses the role sedex plays in the corporate social responsibility world, in what SEDEX members' ethical trade audits or SMETA audits can offer those seeking supplier verification. And without further ado, Rachel Barry, live from Ethical Sourcing Forum.
1: Okay, hi everyone. Um, my name is Rachel, and I work for SEDEX. I'm the last one before lunch so I can imagine sugar levels are low but please bear with me for the next 45 minutes and what I'm going to do is just explain SEDEX, explain SMETA and just answer as many questions as possible. I want this to be interactive. Um, I hate talking at people, I like talking with people. So if anybody has a question throughout the session, please do raise your hand or ask a question um, via the webinar and I'm more than happy to discuss with you. So I call it Smeta, smeta, smeter. (laughs) fine. It's it's just um, a difference in um, accents. So, before I start, who knows about SEDEX? Knows about it. You all know about SEDEX, great. You can come and swap places then. (laughs) Uh, So SEDEX is one of the world's leading organisations for mapping risks and responsible sourcing in supply chains. So how do we do this? By members joining our system, they're able to track social, ethical, and environmental information. And they do that by logging into our SEDEX platform and asking their suppliers, their factories and the facilities to register and to log in as well. So a little bit of background um, about SEDEX. SEDEX is 14 years old. So in 2004, a number of UK retailers came together and said, you know what, we are asking all of our suppliers to complete exactly the same information. So we're asking them to complete a self-assessment questionnaire, we're asking them to conduct audits, and there's nowhere where you are able to look at an audit that's been conducted by another competitor. So that's where SedEx came about. And now we are more than 50,000 members, um, and we've got around about 120,000 supplier sites, so facilities, on the SedEx platform. We have global operations in over 155 countries. We have our um, headquarters based in London, as you can tell, um, I am English. We then have um, operations in LATAM, Japan, China is a massive area for us, and we've also got um, a new office opened in Australia we have around about 100 um, employees worldwide and we cover a vast array of different languages so predominantly as you can see um, the export regions India and China we have the majority of our membership base and we also have um, support in the Europe in the European regions as well so you can see that we've got um, Roughly about 38% of our membership based in, based in the UK and also based in Europe. So just to give you an indication about some of our members, um, we are a membership organisation which I haven't discussed before. So we're a not-for-profit membership. That means that all of the money that you give us, we plough back into the system to make it better for you. And these are some of our members that are um, with us on this sustainability and social and ethical journey. So as you can see, we've got a different array of um, products and services. You've got the retailers, the likes of um, Aldi, the likes of Walmart, but you've also got different airlines. You've got banks and you've also got the fmcgs as well so in terms of sedex we are not specific we have specific self assessment questionnaires and we've got an audit methodology however it's available for everybody to use so I always think it's important to uh, talk about what is responsible sourcing and everyone is talking about the fact that we need to go on this journey. And what I wanted to do is just touch on why we are doing this. So we are doing this to make a social impact at a supplier site worldwide. There has been a huge shift change from um, consumers, from people, from um, actually retailers, brands to move beyond product and to move beyond um, price and to go towards making an impact on your business worldwide. So, the way that SEDEX does this, which is a little bit unique from everybody else, is that you are able to go beyond your first tier in your supply chain. So, through the SEDEX platform, um, members, when they join the SEDEX system, can register and they can say, okay, we're on the SEDEX system, now we want to cascade this information down our supply chain. We want to understand where our factories and where our products are coming from. So SEDEX allows you to do that. So it allows you to go beyond that first tier and it allows you to drive that transparency and traceability down your supply chain. Um, this little quote, I nicked off the internet, but I thought it was fantastic when we're talking about collaboration. So collaboration is key and we keep talking about it a number of the different um, speakers today. were talking about the fact that we need to work towards a collaborative format. And part of this is this mutual collaboration. It's a buzzword that we're all talking about. So alone we can do so little, but together we can do so much. Collaboration can drive that um, performance and can drive that root cause and drive that change down your supply chain. So how do we do it? Another buzzword, continuous improvement. So you've heard of what continuous improvement is, but this is how SedEx maps continuous improvement with our services and with our products. So the whole purpose of Sedex is there is a Sedex system, which you can register and you can join online. And you've also got this meta-methodology as well. So again, I will go through what this meta-methodology is uh, after. But these two products are used hand in hand. So initially, the first thing is a self-assessment questionnaire. So the self-assessment questionnaire is based on the four pillars of SEDEX. So that's Labour Standards, Health and Safety, Environment and Business Ethics. What we have done in order to create the SAQ is benchmark it against the ETI base code. So that's the Ethical Trade Initiative base code. And um, what this allows you to do is then risk rate. So we've worked in partnership with our co- a company called Maplecroft who have, we have mapped our SAQ against the Maplecroft risk data intelligence, and we create triggers to allow you to identify whether there's high, medium or low risk in your supply chain in that particular facility. Once we've done the risk assessment, the next thing is audit. And again, we have this age old conversation of, do we audit or do we move beyond audit? Now, SEDEX is, This is the thing that we have circled is what we currently do. What we are going to be doing and I'll be talking to you about some of the offerings that we have recently launched is moving beyond this um, compliance, moving beyond this audit fatigue. So continuous improvement cycles work with the current structure that we offer but we also know that people need training, they need uh, capability programs and they need to be able to report against the information very easily Um I said I'm not going to talk at you so does anybody have any questions uh, so far we do have some from perfect yeah so, so. Can you tell us how the critical findings are flagged in this meter report? Yeah, absolutely. So critical findings are flagged as non-conformities, and those non-compliances are raised on the audit report. And then through the Sedex platform, you have a business critical, critical, major or minor issue assigned to that particular issue finding. Um, as follow-up to that, what if you're not a member? If you're not a member, um, you can still have this meta- methodology. The um, issue criticalities will not be exposed to you. So that's through the Sedex platform, you're able to get that criticality lifted. We do more of an Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of Sedex Advance, Sedex Advance is the uh, supplier platform that people register on. And it is a tool to assess, identify, and also mitigate risk within supply chains to work collaboratively to create a continuous improvement cycle. So these are the uh, four things when you first of all join the CEDEX platform. One is about data input, the other is about reporting against that data input, and then the risk assessment is around your risk levels, And then you've got the e-learning, which is looking at assessing and mitigating those risk levels through the SEDEX e-learning portal. So how does SEDEX Advance work? So on the left-hand side, we've got a nice little picture that um, shows what it used to be like. So when, well, customers join and then they ask their suppliers to join the SEDEX platform. Um, On the right-hand side, uh, you can see that the suppliers can share data with as many uh, customers as possible. So very similar to the BSEI statistics, we have around 4.7 links. So a supplier site is linked to up to 4.7 customers on average. The supplier can complete one self-assessment questionnaire and they can upload one audit and that audit is shared to all of those customers. The other thing that is different between SEDex and other of the initiatives that we've spoken about is that we do not not carry out any audits. So audits are carried out by third-party audit programmes such as Intertech and a number of different various audit programmes. In terms of the SEDEX model and just how it works, we've got different memberships as well and I think it's really important to discuss the different memberships. The membership options really depend on what you want to do on the system. If you want to upload information to the system and share that with your customers, then you are registered as a supplier or a buyer supplier and that is a cap of 100 pounds which is roughly about 150 dollars um, because of the exchange rate uh, you get to input complete the self-assessment questionnaire upload audits in there, and then share that with multiple audit firms uh, audit customer i'll start again you share that with all of your customers So <laughs> It's per per facility, so uh, if I was a facility and I had three sites underneath my umbrella, underneath my company name, then it would be um, $150 roughly per supplier site. That's got nothing to do with the order. So So that's just registering on SEDEX and completing the SAQ and allowing audits to be uploaded against your system. The audit methodology and the price of audits is really dependent on the actual audit firms. So we do not control this. The price uh, is really dependent on the audit firms as well. Another key thing about SEDEX is that we are audit agnostic as well. So SEDEX and Smeta work hand in hand because we've created the methodology. But if you have a RAP audit or if you have a BSCI, that can also be uploaded onto the SEDEX system to create a picture for your customers to be able to see. So in terms of uh, starting your journey with SEDEX, the reason why I've um, put this slide on is because I wanted to share some of the key principles of SEDEX. So, one of the key principles is you as a facility and a supplier own your own rights to your own data. Very much like Facebook and LinkedIn, and I'll get shot if anybody heard this from the marketing team, but it's very much that kind of process. So, it's a, um, dear, let's say, Walmart, I know that you're on a static system, so I'm going to create a link with you and then I'm going to share that information with you. And in order for um, the sharing of information, this is the process flow that we go through. So member companies cannot see each other's supply chains. So this is all very unique and independent. So you map your supply chain by completing the self-assessment questionnaire. You're then moving on to the risk assessment and we risk assess um, two different ways. So firstly, we risk assess on the inherent risk so that's your country your product area and your site profile and then we look at the SAQ so what we are trying to establish is okay so um, inherently this particular supplier in Vietnam that is uh, doing fishing for example is really high risk because of forced labor issues that arise in um, Vietnam What the SAQ is designed to do is look at the management proficiencies, so looking at management systems again, at how they are reducing that risk. So they might be reducing it by implementing um, specific management processes in order to mitigate that risk. You then go through the audit cycle. And again, just to clarify, SEDEX doesn't determine the audit car cadence that is very much dependent on customers. So customers will require either an audit to be conducted every year, every two or three years, really depending on what is actually raised, and raised on the risk assessment, but also on the audit methodology. Through the audit, we go through a continuous improvement cycle. So non-conformities are raised against any issue that has arisen, and we implement corrective actions in order to close down those issues those corrective actions are verified by the auditor and then the auditor will either via desktop or follow-up and then the auditor will be able to um, recommend and suggest that it's either being closed or they need to input more information in order to close down those particular issues Throughout this cycle, and I mean a lot of people when they start responsible sourcing, they get very tongue-tied, they get very worried about the complexity of it. Through the SEDEX system we offer a number of different uh, products and services in order to support you with your your growth of responsible sourcing. That can be either through uh, the semester documentation, it can be through some of the reporting, so I'd like to draw your attention to the forced labour indicators report, and it can go all the way through to supplier engagement. So I always say to any member that has joined SEDEX is, we can't build Rome in a day. It is a progressional thing and it's a step-by-step measurement over time. So, I've mentioned SEDEX Advance, I've mentioned the SAQ and risk assessment. We are also going into this um, beyond audit, and this is where we have the SEDEX e learning and the member directory. And the most important thing is this, for you today is the semester methodology. So just before I go into this methodology and I go into all of that and other insightful information, I wanted to just draw your attention to the self-assessment questionnaire. So we know that one size doesn't fit all, and we have developed a self-assessment questionnaire that is based on industry. So if you're a manufacturing site, apologies, but you have the largest question set uh, 225 and that goes right down to agriculture small which is 67. the difference between agriculture small and agriculture large is due to number size of site so if it's 30 or less you're classed as agriculture small and as i mentioned earlier it's based on the four pillars of SEDEX that's your health and safety labour standards environment and also business ethics so sedex is not just a system i like plugging these kind of things (laughs) but so smeta smeta is an audit methodology that is fully owned by sedex we have a a forum called the ssf which is the sedex stakeholder forum and this is a forum that is comprised of our membership and they come together and they look at particular issues that have been arising in the social and ethical sphere. The SSF are the ones that have developed the SMETA methodology and over the last four, we've got around about 450,000 SMETA audits conducted worldwide to date and 40 new SMETA audits are performed every year. So as you can see, it's quite an established audit methodology and the reason being, This is a terrible picture, I do apologise. <laughs> I will talk around it. So uh, we've recently launched the SMETA 6.0 and the SMETA 6.0 is looking at the United Nations Global Principles for the Business and Human Rights. So we are going beyond what we currently measure with the ECI and local law. And then we also are looking at other um, industry leaders. A key issue for us is looking at forced labour and we have strengthened the area of um, identifying forced labour within an audit methodology. What I will do is I'll make this a little <laughs> a bit more um, readable and then I'll send circulate that out with you. But as again, the SMES methodology is based on the four pillars of SEDEX, which is your health and safety, labour standards, environment and also business ethics so against the environment and business ethics you can see that there is, is an optional and that is because you are able to determine whether you want a two-pillar audit or a four-pillar audit on your site typically trends are moving towards the four-pillar audits because you are able to identify management systems within the environmental sector and very much like um, SA8000, the SCI, uh, we are looking at and wrap. we're looking at the management systems in place within uh, a, a facility. We are not looking at metrics within the environment area. As I mentioned earlier, non-compliance will be raised on an audit report and then each non-compliance will have to have a corrective action plan and you will have to show that you have verified this corrective action by desktop or follow-up. In terms of uh, SMETA resources, we have a wealth of resources that are available to you, so if you decide to join us, and you decide to have a SMETA audit that's conducted on your site, I wanted to draw your attention to some of the resources that are available to you. One of the key things that I always go to is the SMETA best practice guidance. So this describes the audit process, it describes the length of the audits, and again it's really dependent on the worker types. And it also gives you information about whether a issue will be raised as a major or it will be made, raised as a critical. The other things we, we have is the measurement criteria and also the SMETA CAPA, which is a template for recording a summary of audit findings, along with corresponding corrective actions. So this is all available to everybody. That's the members of SEDEX and this information is available through our ZEDx website as well. Again, I'm just going to stop and see if anybody's got any questions so far. Do you, uh, do you guys have a pro- protocol for announcement, unannounced audits? Do you have a recommendation? So we really leave that up to customers. Customers typically go for a semi-announced or an unannounced audit. It's seldom that they go for an announced audit because they want to understand what's actually happening on site. So typically it's an unannounced which gives you a month period of time that an auditor can come and conduct an audit. It doesn't give you specific dates. Announced audit, they give you specific dates. To sure question. Yeah. So I mentioned that Senex is not just a system, so I've touched on the SMETA methodology. We've also partnered with a number of leading initiatives. So as part of the Senex model, we build by a partner. And we have partners with um, the UNGC, APSCA, which is a um, social auditing accountability accreditation scheme and also CDP. So we recognise with CDP, which is the carbon disclosure project, that people are wanting more metrics against the environmental sector. So they're wanting to go beyond um, management systems, and they're wanting to really start measuring um, changes and measuring the, the Impact that they have on the environment. So we have launched a partnership with CDP, where if you're members of both, you can, um, or singly, you're able to input and extract data. Yeah. So if we did a 4 full audit today, yeah, your chain earlier would not have members in it yeah. that would
0: give
1: us. It would just give us if they're doing best practice or not. Yeah. Yeah, so the four pillar audit today is looking at management systems. The CDP is an element of the SEDEX system that you can create a bolt on. So if you joined SEDEX and said, Okay, I want to measure my carbon disclosure information, I can join I can add that to the questions that my supplier answers. So how to do it? I'm conscious of time and this is going to look over complicated. It's not. <laughs> On the left hand side, um, I am giving you step-by-step instructions in terms of how to join SEDEX and how to uh, what to do when you're looking at audit companies and where responsibilities lie. So I'm just going to concentrate on the left-hand side. Uh, there are key notes here, and again, it's pro- I will circulate a better one. Uh, but on the left-hand side, you register for Sedex, you pay a membership and create a site of employment, complete the self-assessment questionnaire, and then you contact audit companies. So this is taken outside of the Sedex platform. You contact audit companies. Like Tech or specific audit firms that are APSCA accredited, and you ask for a quote for an audit to be conducted to be uploaded onto the SEDEC system and also for the verifications to be closed off. Once the audit has been uploaded, that's point seven, point eight and point nine is about making that visible. So as I mentioned earlier, supply it information is kept secure on the site so you share that information with your customers so you have to publish that audit report once the audit report is published your customers are able to see issues that have happened on your site they're able to see the criticalities assigned to it and they can watch you close down those corrective actions through uh, desktop or follow-up information If it's a follow up, you will have to, again, speak to that audit firm and get that audit firm to uh, carry out another audit on your site. So, again, moving beyond this audit car cadence, moving towards tools that will be able to support you. So we've recently launched a supplier directory portal, which will allow you to register register that you are on the CEDEX system and that you have information there. So as a supplier, it's a real benefit for them because they are able to uh, really showcase that they are committed to social and ethical performances and they're really committed to going beyond um, compliance, moving towards continuous improvement. So the supplier directory uh, portal is available to all members. So if you are members of SEDEX, I would recommend registering on that supplier uh, portal. The other thing we offer, and again, this goes back to the uh, first slide that we talked about, and that is the e-learning. So we recognize that that in order to make improvements and in order to address root change issues we need to give suppliers and we need to give facilities the information to be able to actually make change so we've recently developed an e-learning platform and we've developed that in partnership with Elevate and this e-learning platform goes Through basic SEDEX system information, we have a look at Smeta. Oh, I'm going, really keeps on clicking. It goes through um, Smeta, but what it also does is it uh, gives you resources to actually make change within your sites. So you've got things like um, training sessions on health and safety management systems. You've got sessions on social responsibility management systems. You're able to quiz and you're able to um, and then your customers are able to report back against those uh, particular modules to see whether you are compliant or not. I shouldn't say the word compliant. But what this allows us to do um, as a supplier is to educate internally. What this allows customers to do is understand that you don't necessarily have to go through an audit because we know that there are already issues that are happening within the site, so why don't we educate our suppliers? Why don't we make an impact in the supply chain in order to then um, to then audit to verify those? So is it in It's in Spanish and Mandarin as well. Any other questions in the room before we ask ones online? so from start to finish, how long does it take to complete a SMETA audit? So SMETA audit itself is uh, really dependent on the worker numbers, so it can be a day or it can be up to five days, but in terms of the SEDEX system, it really depends on the amount of information that you have to hand. The SAQ is very comprehensive, um, so that can take a day, two hours, up to you know two weeks, three weeks. Um, I've noticed that the Smeta report does not have a grading system. And why not? So we, the reason why it doesn't have a grading system is that we wanted it to be a customer-owned initiative. So a customer can really rate a particular facility based on the non-conformances on the site. The customers are the ones that have the relationship with the suppliers, we don't have the relationship with the suppliers so what we could class as a zero tolerance or a business critical might not be what another member, another customer uh, has as a business critical, so that's why we've kept it quite agnostic in uh, in terms of the grading. I do have to say that in the, in the actual system you've got the non-conformities and you've got the ratings against the non-conformities and people have based uh, gradings against those uh, issue criticalities. Okay, good. Um, could you provide an average cost of a typical smell audit? it? Yeah, so um, it's roughly about $1,500 uh, for two days and then it can go up, it really depends on the working numbers. Though. So very comparable to any other initiative that we that we have in the room. Great, thank you. So the questions online. Great, fantastic. Thank you.
0: Thanks again for listening to this episode of Assurance in Action. To learn more about SetX and Smeta audits, please visit intertech.com or sedexglobal.com. This has been Assurance in Action. Stay tuned for the next episode.